When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Sky Sport Breakers dropped a game last night to the Perth Wildcats, 93-90. They have dropped a position. They are 13-7, sitting in third place behind the Cairns Taipans, who they will face this Sunday. Now, this is an interesting thing because they have had a hell of a run. In fact, their schedule is, is manic. Now, Justin Nelson, our good mate, Sky Sports Head of Commercial and Events, joins me right now. So let's just work through this, Justin. Is this un- See, I, I wonder whether we're making too much of this when the NBA, NBA they play ridiculous amount of games. They play blink, 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 many games. So January the 4th, they play the Wild uh, the Wildcats, get the W, 97-94. Uh, Sunday the 8th, they get the 36ers, they get the W. Last night against Perth, they get the loss. Now, Thursday, they got Melbourne and Christchurch. Sunday, they got the Taipans. Is that is that asking too much? Morning. Hey, look, it is pretty relentless, isn't it? And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good question you ask because I think if you ask the players, they just want to play, you know? I go back to the, the 2020 showdown that we had in the Cells NBL. Um, I knew we were going to bring this lockdown, up. That, that bubble. Yeah, and, uh, no, it's a good one. Mick... The great Mick of Vicona, those teams were playing three games a week for, for six straight weeks. And the great Mick of Vicona said it was the best schedule he'd had in his basketball career because he got to play and didn't have to worry about training. So, yeah, well, there's a know. lot there's a lot to be said for that. So you were you were the, the boss of the sales NBL at that point. Mm-hmm. So how busy was the schedule at a, at a local level? Yeah, look, I mean, it was relentless. There was a couple of games every day, five days a week, and it was go, go, go. It was a very different environment because we were living in a in a bubble, of course, um, back in back in 2020. But I, I think the, the complexity with the breakers uh, and the schedule right now is also the travel. I mean, played in Perth last night. Mm-hmm. It was a catch-up game. That game got moved, of course, because they had the COVID uh, run through the team pre-Christmas. Uh, now they're back playing Thursday night against Melbourne United. That game's down in Christchurch, and that is a big game because Melbourne United have won six of their last eight, and they are storming home. And then they play again Sunday against Cairns, and Cairns are in red-hot form at the moment. I think they've won their last four. So, you know, you put all of those things together, three games in a week, yep, it's a heavy schedule, but then you have to add the travel as well, and the breakers have a fair bit of it. Yeah, do you, think, do you feel like this, this, Perth, this Perth leg... Could be a bit of a backbreaker for the games to come for the remainder of the week. Yeah, potentially, depending on how they, you know, rehab and, and recover, and they would have been straight onto that last night. Um, you know, being a Melbourneian uh, myself, you know, we regard Perth as another country, so <laughs> you know, it is a fair distance to travel. Um, how they how they rest up and rehab really important. They're going to go straight to Christchurch. They'll fly into there. That is a huge game on Thursday night. Make no mistake. 
Melbourne United still think, and rightly so, that they are a big chance to make the playoffs. Are you? Well, the way they're playing, you know, they've won six of their last eight. It's all about finding momentum and form through a season like this. So, yeah, I mean, they're a chance. They win that game down in Christchurch on Thursday night. They're right in there. Okay, let's let's just go quickly turn the clock back 24 hours or less than 24 hours to the Perth match. Uh, the, this would be a concern. Modi Moore has, has obviously come out and commented on it, but they gave up the breakers 15 offensive rebounds and the Cats scored 23 points off that. Yeah, look, they took 10 O-boards themselves and converted that into 15 points, but they gave up 15 and, and that was converted into 23. And that's the difference in the game. I think he's rightly you know, looked at that as being the, the difference in the game. I think it was as well. It's unlike them to give up 23 second-chance points. It's a three-point game. It's another tight game. It's another game on the road. And on the road is where they've played really well this season. They were in a position to win the game. It was a telling factor. I'm always a great believer that I always call the third quarter and most sports that have quarters of play. It actually, it actually came out from watching a lot of AFL, right? Particularly, and, and yeah. only, dare I say, the grand final. Because normally in the AFL, the grand final, the third quarter is championship quarter. And it, nine times out of ten turns out this way. So the third quarter for the Breakers, they went 20-8, and eight, yet Perth came home on an 11-4 and four run. Now, that, is that a mind thing? Uh, 11,000 screaming people in a stadium <laughs> certainly helps uh, build momentum as well at, uh, at an important time. And uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the Australian NBL uh, over the years and certainly a lot this year about uh, the whistle and, and the calls that seem to go your way, you know, when the fans are up and shouting and screaming. And, you know, Modi Mayor has, has not spoken about the referees at all this season. You have a look at his press conference after last night's game. He spoke about the officials for the first time. So the pressure, the stress is definitely on. And uh, it's going to be a heck of a ride home. They've got eight games left, the Breakers. And four of those games are against the bottom two teams. Okay, so the way they are playing and the way they are sharing the points scoring. Uh, Barry Brown Jr., 16 points, three assists. Jarrell Brantley, 13 points and seven rebounds. So all the big guns coming out to play. You'd be stupid not to back them to be playing finals football. Uh, Sorry, uh, finals well, ball, excuse me. <laughs> My bad. Um, Derek Pardon, 28 and 12 last yeah. night. He was an absolute star. I, I think the, the, the one that stood out for me last night you know, Tom Abercrombie, superstar of the game. We, we know that, superstar of the Breakers. Played 23 minutes, didn't score. It's unlike him. We know his scoring has, has, has stepped back this season. We know he's there, definitely leader. Defensive capability is through the roof. Um, he'll be disappointed with, with his performance last night. He'll bounce back. Uh, look, two games, Melbourne United Thursday night, Cairns on Sunday. You've, you've got, you've got uh, that I, one stuck in your head, haven't you? You've yeah, got that Melbourne yeah, United yeah. game totally stuck in your head. It is a massive uh, clash, not only because the Breakers will be keen to bounce back, but Melbourne United have to keep winning to make the playoffs. So it's a double-edged sword coming up. It's one of those, you know, eight-point games, as as we would call it, or four-point games, two games in one, depending on which code you come from. But uh, it is a big one, yeah. Well, Melbourne are sitting in uh, three, four, five, seventh position. It's like it's like a Hail Mary season from there now. Now, if they make it, that's the biggest Hail Mary ever. Yeah, they're storming home. Um, as I said earlier, six of their last eight. And, uh, you know, they did have 
and a, a very Melbourne United-unlike start to the season. Um, but they're coming good at the right time. And, uh, you know, they're going to come over here full of steam and they know what's on the line. And uh, I think, you know, for those that are going along to that game in Christchurch on Thursday night, you're going to have a lot of fun. One stat that came out during the week of interest, and, and this is on all of us, this is on everyone, right across New Zealand. We love the Breakers. They've, they've been an incredible team for, for two decades. New Zealand currently sits ninth out of the 10th teams on average crowds ninth in the league we're going to get along we're going to get along and support the breakers we're going to build the numbers in the stands and we've got to cheer them on now that that surprises me consider now do you think that now hang on what what when do what do those <laughs> what do those numbers cover what what are the dates on that one is that just this season well that's this that's this yeah, season see, that's I, average see, home I, game I, attendance i'm 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 calling that out as um covid induced because when they were running and they were hot, they were literally selling it all the time, right? And they yep. are they are a much much, and we know Justin, the Breakers are a much better team now than they were to uh, the last two seasons. Full stop. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. And you know, here's our chance. You know, we've put it on the table this morning. We've called it out. That's that's a stat. That's a fact. That's what's out there right now. So here's our chance. They've got some big home games to come, hopefully some playoffs to come. Yeah. Let's get out and support oh, don't, them. Let's don't hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. You've, don't give us the hopefully the playoffs. You've just said the last four games <laughs> against teams that are sitting down the bottom of the toilet. Come on, man. You contradicted yourself. Well, as, come on, come on. As as all good coaches would say, <laughs> it's in our hands and uh, oh, it's definitely oh, in the hands oh, of the breakers from here. Oh, you see, that's why you're in commercial and events. You're just playing that nice <laughs> promo line. doing it. It's in your hands, people. Come on. Uh, something that I'm a little light on, and you're going to help me out here, uh, free agency in the sales NBL. Yeah. What's going down right now? And who are the big names that are, might be popping up or back or around or whatever? Yeah, look, it opened up on on Monday morning and the first couple of days have been fairly quiet. Uh, Certainly teams are holding back and I I think the the announcements are going to pick up. There's no doubt about that. But the Manawatu Jets have been the early front runners. They have hit the opening two days of free agency and this is when teams across the cells NBL can announce who they've signed for season 2023, which tips off on April 6th. But the Jets have come out, bang, bang, opening two days. They've announced two imports and two really good imports. Danny Pippen, 6'10", 25-year-old out of Detroit, Michigan. And yesterday they announced LeGerald Vick out of the Kansas Jayhawks, which is a breeding ground uh, for great players, NBA players, two really good announcements for the Jets to start free agency. See, see this, this fascinates me. You know, they could they could probably go play different ball around the world, and I'm and I'm, I'm suggesting the money is not going to be huge to come and play in New Zealand. So why are they? Yeah, it's a really good question. We saw it in the Toihi Women's Competition last year as well. Five uh, WNBA drafted players came here and played that inaugural season, and I think there'll be more uh, this season. A couple of reasons. It's a great country. I mean, it's a fantastic country that I think everyone globally wants to come and visit at some stage, and that includes basketballers. Um, English speaking, so it's easy transition. Um, Again, global sport. These players travel the world. It's an easy transition to come into. Uh, And I think the other thing is it's been a... a, Certainly the Cells NBL has been a proven stepping ground to bigger contracts in the Australian NBL. 
Uh, Tory Craig played here. Obviously, he's a star in the NBA these days. So it is a great stepping stone onto bigger contracts uh, elsewhere. See, this is where I'm going to pay you a huge compliment. We've talked about this before when you got the sales NBL into ESPN for nothing, basically, yeah. just to purely make it uh, visible during COVID. Do you think that has had a long-term effect now and a flow-on effect? And now people say, well, actually, if I go and play in New Zealand, for all the reasons you've listed, it'll be a nice pathway step for me going forward. Yeah, good point. And uh, I, I think that's a genuine um, uh, big tick, yes. Uh, last three years, obviously, every game live on, on ESPN. And watch this space. There's a, an ESPN <laughs> announcement about to come out. So oh, just jump the gun just, there. Watch this space. Oh, okay. So we, we're going to see more on ESPN, aren't we? Just full stop. Don't, don't, don't ruin well, it completely. I'll just nod my head at this end, <laughs> Okay, think, folks, um, unofficially sells NBL all over the ESPN <laughs> again, but that would be ESPN Hello. Australasia, right? No, throughout the United States. So every game live uh, throughout um, the United States and, and Puerto Rico. So, yeah, watch this space. More news to come. <laughs> watch this space and, and the call from Dylan Belcher saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, you're not in there anymore, Nelson. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, uh, it's always, it. it is always, hey, just quickly, you're a Warriors fan? Mm. Yeah, can't wait to see the Warriors back in action, yeah. Why? Oh, it's a, I, you know, one thing that has, has, it just amazes me, the negativity that goes on. Uh, look, new season, fresh start. It's up and going again. Get behind them, absolutely. That's no, that's that's cool. That's because that's our question of the day. Why do people keep going back to the Warriors? Because you know they, we're still waiting for that first championship. Do you? I mean, do you? There's do always you, hope. Oh wow! Another deep and meaningful always moment hope. from Justin Mo, Justin Nelson. <laughs> okay, folks, here's the quote of the day. There is always not about a matter of faith. There is always hope. <laughs> Justin, you're a champion, mate. Have a great Wednesday. Hey, good on you. And if you're using that as the quote of the day, you're in trouble. <laughs> it's a good one. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. 7.20 here on Macabre for Breakfast, brought to you by the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. <laughs>